This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Please welcome Drew Barrymore. all week long for our big premiere week coming at you from the Paramount lot right here. And that's what we call Hollywood. Now, I could not be more excited than I am for today's show because it has a theme, um, a very strong theme, actually. Uh, it's literally been 22 years in the making. Back in 1999, I was lucky enough to be in it. Um, and it's just really near and dear to my heart. It's, uh, it's never been kissed. And today, I am actually reuniting with some of the cast. Because also, who doesn't love a reunion? But first, in honor of never been kissed, we have a viewer who wrote in looking for help in the love department. And Tasha says that she has never been kissed by her new boyfriend. So she's gonna join us now from the California State Baseball Field. Tasha, hello. Hey, Drew. So yes, uh, my boyfriend Hunter and I, we started dating over the summer during the pandemic. Uh-huh. And we, met, we actually met five years ago. And essentially, we were dating other people. So we just became really good friends over the years. And about three months ago, we decided to take our relationship to the next level. And now we are official. <laughs> so um, now, it's just a matter of us having this first kiss, which we have not had yet. <laughs> well, let me just ask a question that comes to my mind. Why has there been no kiss so far? <laughs> Honestly, I feel like we just have a classic case of Ross and Rachel syndrome, where we've been friends for so long, and now there's just this big buildup, and we're both so nervous and excited, and we want it to be perfect. <laughs> And I sent Hunter a text this morning, uh, inviting him here. And I said, you know, I don't want a response. Just trust me and show up if you are ready to take this to the next level and make it the real deal. So I'm here at the pitcher's mound at Cal State. I have no idea if he's gonna show up or not, but you only live once, right? <laughs> I love this. 
this moment is special and we're all invested in it with you. We're gonna check in Thank with you, you and uh, let's see if we can create a happy ending for today. All right, uh, the first Never Been Kissed co-star is one of the funniest women in showbiz. When I say that she is a comedy pioneer, it is an understatement. We all fell in love with her on Saturday Night Live. And I am obsessed with her show, The Other Two, which is downright hilarious. And uh, she plays a talk show host, so we're gonna have a lot to talk about there. She also has another show called White Lotus, um, which I'm so excited to have the opportunity to discuss that with her because it is literally water cooler, the show of the moment. We're all talking about it. You know, and never been kissed. She played Anita, my frisky friend and colleague at the Chicago Sun-Times. Take a look. Josie, guess who I did it with last night? Roger from Op-Ed. Oh, who told you? You did. You said yesterday, and I quote, I have a date with Roger from Op-Ed tonight and I'm gonna do it with him. Please welcome comedy legend, beautiful woman, and my dear friend, Molly Shannon. Wait, do I stand you. here? I I'm love so you nervous. so much. Oh, I love Why don't you too. come take a seat over okay, here? Great. You they say so it's nice. the better lighting, so I'd rather oh, you okay, have good, that. Oh, okay, good, good. Um, you know, Molly and I, uh, we made really close friends on the movie and we continued yes. that friendship. And I was always able to talk to you about life and family and friendship and the real stuff that's important between girlfriends. Yes, true. that's so sweet. And women need other women and it's so nice. And you know, I feel the same way about you. We had a great time making that movie. And you were a real role, role model for me on set. I really learned how to behave in show business from Drew Barrymore. Yeah, you taught me. Yeah. Well, you know, that makes me happy because you were also my Velcro <laughs> when I would go to Saturday Night Live, which was my most important institution. I first hosted in 1982 at seven years old. I'm still oh the youngest host. God, that's crazy. I'm like seriously going to be so happy and slightly resent any child that takes that, uh, that title away from me. I'll be like, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> um, and of course, my favorite segment <laughs> on the show was Talk Show! What? <laughs> and Drew, Drew was so funny. I actually put it on my Instagram because it is my favorite dog show. She played Michael Trulio. Yes. It's one of my favorite performances. You, you embraced Michael Trulio. Now, oh I want to quickly talk to you about the show of the year, White Lotus. Oh, so good. Um, 
I, um, it, I, I wanted to do a really good job because I knew it was a really good part. And we shot it in Maui. We all lived at the Four Seasons. It was a dream job. I got to bring my kids because they were in remote school. And they would, I would, I'd be like, I'm going to shoot a scene in the lobby. And they would like snorkel and then walk back with their gear on and be like, hi, Molly. Hi, Mike. And then it was, it was the greatest job for a mom. Now you have another show yes. on HBO Max. And you are a talk show host in yes. this amazing series yes. that it's going into season two. It's wildly popular. It's called The Other Two. It's on HBO Max. Take a look. Do you have a sad, grumpy friend who needs a pick-me-up? Then enter them to win a shopping spree with me, Pat. Sponsored by MasterCard, but paid for by me personally. Great. Huh. Number 13. Hey, Brookie, we're really scheduling a lot of these. But don't forget that I have Lisa's son's wedding in Ohio next month. Keep reading. Do you like weddings? Win a chance to come to my friend Lisa's son's wedding in Ohio next month. Oh, with me, Pat. How do you feel playing a talk show host? I love playing a talk show host. It's so fun. So I'm, get, I'm pretending to do what you do in real life. And um, I have to say, I love it. I would like you, as a talk show host, to introduce our next guest. Yay! OK, great. He played the coleslaw king of the world and Josie's brother, Rob. Take a look. I am Josie Geller, high school student, senior class, 1999. Uh-uh. You're kidding, right? What? Josie, do you remember high school? It was a long time ago. Do you remember what they called you in high school? Josie Grossi. Please welcome David Arquette! David! Okay. We sit like this. I feel like I'm being punked. <laughs> We're all gonna be wearing costumes. Oh <laughs> my god. I love it. I love it. Do you want to be TGI? I love it. And I want to say that David and I have had a really long history. Um, we grew up in the same neighborhood, right down the street from each other. What was it like to know each other, be friends, and then get to play brother and sister together? Yeah, um, it was it was a dream come true. I mean, you put this beautiful film together that was so heartfelt and has stood the test of time. Mm -hmm. And now you're here and you're doing your show. And and I'm so glad that like you get to see how much the world loves you because I love you and the world loves you. We love you. I, I have loved you my whole life, David. You know, one of the scenes that I think um, really resonated with people was having Rob tell Josie, which we all needed to hear at some point in our life, you can't be held back anymore by your own personal insecurities. And that's where the famous line comes in. Mm -hmm. I'm not Josie <laughs> Grossi anymore! <laughs> and that's attributed because we need someone to see the thing that we cannot see us uh, for ourselves. Mm -hmm. 
All right, our Never Been Kissed reunion continues right after this. Stick around. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Welcome back. I am here with my Never Been Kissed family and co-stars, Molly Shannon and David Arquette. All right, so we talked to Molly about her shows that are just crushing it. I can think of something else that might bring that same fervor. And it's a little movie called Scream. So... There is a new Scream coming out, and what I can gather, um, and talking to Courtney and, you know, a few of the alumni um, and a few of the new cast members, is that they're taking an interesting and different approach. Can you tell me anything? Uh, Without getting arrested in movie jail. I can tell you that I love playing the role of Dewey. It's such an iconic role. Thank you. Um, that Matt and Tyler were inspired by Wes to become f- filmmakers. They're the two directors that are part of a group called Radio Silence that did the film. But they were inspired by Wes, so they really wanted to tr- make a tribute, like a real something that he'd be proud of. And uh, there's an incredible cast. I mean, I think people are really going to be excited by it. I think... <laughs> I can't say anything. talking in You know, I don't know. You guys are... An- you, you guys are Angelinos. Do you all know about the Hollywood Forever Cemetery screenings? Yeah. Okay, these things are legendary. I mean, I'm talking five, 7,000 people show up on the night to go to uh, a cemetery and watch movies. And they did a slumber party just a few weeks ago um, I know because um, also Billie Eilish texted me and showed me that she dressed up as Casey Becker. Oh, and um, I've recently made friends with her. I'm freaking out. Oh and um, it's like you have literally legends like Billie Eilish showing up for this. This movie has stood the test of time. It's capturing the hearts of, you know, our generation, new generations. And a film like that deserves not just a sequel, but a reinvention, and a respect for the classic. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. And it'll be great for you and I to see that legacy yeah. alive and well. Um, okay, so we're going to chat even more Never Been Kissed memories after the break. And, um, you know, there's a character named Sam Coulson in the movie, uh, played by... None other than Michael Fartan. And um, stay tuned to find out what he's up to. (laughs) 
Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. David Arquette. Um, okay, well, one of the most memorable scenes in the Never Been Kissed film is um, the iconic kiss at the end when Josie's waiting for Sam to kiss her um, at the baseball field. Talk about taking a risk and putting yourself out there right in public, something we all know everything about. Let's take a look. Michael Kvartan could be here to like live out that moment again. It was one of the best, most fun moments of my life. Oh, Drew. Oh, oh Mr. Coulson. Oh. Josie Grossi. Oh, my God. I am, I am still Josie Grossi. I've got to say, I, um, I haven't seen that clip in years, and I, standing there, I got emotional. Me, too. Yeah. You know? Me, too. I mean, yeah. this, this movie's been a huge part of my life. Every time I'm stopped, it's always never been kissed. Never been kissed. So... That's uh, it's a pretty amazing thing to be a part of, and this reunion is just wonderful. Do you have any uh, particular memories from the movie? I have, yeah. There's a, there's a story about the, the the famous scene that very few people know about, and I'm not sure I should. Do uh, I know about it? No, you do not know about oh it. Oh my God! <laughs> All right, even I get to get a spoiler um, <clears throat> and an insight here. I can't wait to hear what you have to say. Uh, so I get up. To the mound, we embrace and we start kissing, and you really kissed me. I mean, you really kissed me. I, I, I was not, I was not ready for it, in the least. And I, I'm a man. I was a very young man back then, and just you know, I had uh, feelings, and the feelings, the feelings were. Were just they just happened, and uh, I very quickly realized I was in a very bad spot because I was wearing very very loose uh, sort of like slacks, 
and I thought, this is going to be a disaster when they cut. I must preemptively end this. So what I did is, in a panic, I just yelled cut and bent over and said, oh, guys, sorry, my, my back. I put my back out playing ball all at once. And I sort of, you know, remember me cutting the first take? Or one of the takes? And anyway, I went off into my corner, and I was thinking horrible thoughts, like, you know, dead puppies, dead puppies, dead father, dead father. Oh my God. And so finally I was able to compose myself, and uh, luckily the, the, you know, subsequent scenes went on. Went on, went on without a hitch, but that was uh, a... <laughs> you're a very good kisser. No, oh my God. Very embarrassing. Thank you. And, you know, you weren't married at the time. Nope. So, yeah, I went for it because you were single, and I felt like I wasn't going to offend anybody. Um, also, a poll for women, and maybe you men feel this way, too, you did something that, for me, is the ultimate in romance with a kiss, which is when you put your hands on a woman's Ooh, face. Sweet. It's like... <laughs> so, um, I, uh... Did you keep a little memento from the film? Yes. So, I don't know if you'll remember, but you gave me this a, a very sweet little rap gift. It was this beautiful little fern. Well, I thought it was a fern. Um, so I kept it, of course, and over the years, this thing was growing. At first, it was this very tiny little stem with, you know, a few leaves, and it started growing and growing. Of course, I named it Drew, and uh, it's, it's, uh, it's now, no kidding, it's 15, 16 feet tall, and oh it's, God. there it is. There it is. And this little thing, and I, I've, I've literally kept a picture of, of Drew in my phone for 20 years, and the odd chance that I would run into you and say, do you know what this is? That is truly impressive, and I think it's a perfect metaphor for maybe this film does keep growing. And it mm -hmm. stays connected. I mean, look at, we've got totally Rufus signed. <laughs> we have you wearing the Josie Grossi dress. Oh my God. You know, we love Never Been Kissed through David and, you know, Michael and Molly. Um, and we also, you know, were at the precipice of launching huge careers. We had James Franco, Jessica Alba, mm -hmm. Octavia Spencer. Yes. Is in the film John C. Riley. Mm -hmm. It was a, a real dream cast, yeah. and it just was lightning in a bottle and a moment we all cherish and we wanted to share with you today. And um, I want to thank you, Molly, my Anita. Um, please be sure to catch Molly and the other two now streaming on HBO Max with two episodes weekly. And David, my Rob, our Rob, <laughs> and as they say, I've never been kissed. <laughs> Mr. Coulson rocks my world. <laughs> we'll be right back with some other special closure to the show. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. 
Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. is not only the definition of an icon and a groundbreaker and an innovator, he has been a part of our cultural lexicon ever since he jumped on our screens in a giant blonde wig and sky-high heels, telling us that we better work. Also, like... Barbie had nothing on that body, I'm just going to say. Um, I'd like you to give a please warm welcome to not only my friend, but someone who's really changed the world, RuPaul. I thought you were talking about Cher. <laughs> Hi, baby. It's like we're, we're coordinated here. We are what? Coordinated, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I love it. Fabulous. Well, great minds um, thinking alike, and the Emmys are this Sunday, RuPaul's are Drag they? Race. Yeah. You're kidding. I know. Yes, they're doing that again? You probably don't know about it because um, you win every single year. Well, well, you know. You know, I I don't I don't I don't do it for the Emmys. I do it for the children, Drew. I do it for the children. You know, they need some place to go and, and shine and shine and be gorgeous and fabulous, and they are. They're so gorgeous, they're so fabulous, and we've got some real stars up on that show. And I, that's just Ross Matthews. Oh. Um so it's you know, one of the things that I've really loved about your journey is that it took you a very long time to reach the level of success that you reached. And I think it's something that I'd be interested to hear what you have to say about that to people because when it takes a long time to break through, what do you say to them to stick with it? Yeah. Well, that's the biggest challenge is staying interested in the work. You know, you, you, you started very early and both of us are, are lucky enough to have found success and then uh, stepped away for a minute 
and then had another chance to bite the apple again. And that, and that second bite is the juiciest, it's the most delicious, it's the most long-lasting. And, you know, not many people have that opportunity. This is such, it's a tough business. Yeah. It's a tough business. You have to earn it. You know, and, uh, and 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 both. You now, listen. It must be even harder for you. You you come from a family, a legacy, of very famous actors in this town, and uh, I can only imagine how tough for this kid to come up and say, "I want to do that too," and then become the success you are today. Well, I think you know. Thank you. Um, I think. Probably adjacent to the way you felt, there were a lot of misconceptions that I was born with a silver spoon in my mouth or that I had doors open to me. Um, My family in 1975 and 76 when I started working, the Barrymores at that point uh, were not sort of in so much vogue of being the royal family. It had been a long time Um, Unfortunately, most of them had passed. This was not like, oh, you're a Barrymore. Well, come right this way. People were like, oh, yeah, (laughs) the Barrymore. (laughs) And when I was born into this name, it was a little washed up. It was a little old school. It was 1970s in California. The glory days were long gone. And um, I felt like I really had to kind of break past that. And I wonder in your childhood, you know, what did you feel like when you were born? Was there a predestined, was there a support? Was there something you had to fight against or prove? What was it like when you were a kid? You know, I always knew that there was that there was something for me. My mother, when she was pregnant with me, saw a psychic and the psychic said, you're gonna have a boy and he's going to be famous. So I grew up with that story. So I thought, oh, okay, well, um, how am I going to do that? I didn't know I would become the most beautiful drag queen in the world. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You know, it's funny. funny. But, you know, I, I, I knew that it was my destiny. I didn't know how, but I was open to it. And what we all have to do is be open and be willing to hear the universe's stage direction. Your job is to find it. Clear a space for it. You have to clear a space. Um, now, you struggled through school. So I think it's a testament that maybe you weren't that model student, and yet you made it so far. Yeah. Well, listen, you say struggle. I say I just had no interest in it. I was interested in being an entrepreneur. What's up, Jay-Z? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, they don't teach you how to be an entrepreneur. So, listen, I was just, I was sort of wasting time. I ended up dropping out in the 11th grade, and I learned everything I know from reading books and and watching television. That's it. When I got emancipated when I was 14, the court said, it is now your choice to go to school or not. And I said, oh, (laughs) bye-bye. I'm never going to school again. So I never did get a high school diploma. So you got your GED. I I finally got my GED, yes, when I was 19, yes. And um, I'm so incredibly excited to announce the fact that um, with Rue's support, I'm going to be pursuing my GED to finally finish my traditional education. 
three of our viewers are going to join me on this journey. Check out this tape. <laughs> Hi, I'm Anissa Stancato. I just turned 50 and I live in Cape Coral, Florida with my husband and we have three grown children. I was really close to graduating, this close. I just needed a couple classes, but life got in the way. I ended up pregnant and married at 17, but I'm still married 32 years later to that same man. But I haven't been able to work for the past 10 years. I have some health issues, but I really feel I have more to give. I feel I have more to do. Getting my GED now will be the impetus for my second chapter in life. Hi, I'm Justin Gavin. I'm 19 years old from Brooklyn, New York. Last year, September 9th, 2020, I saved a family from a burning car, and that was one of the most life-changing things I've ever done. It motivated me to go back to school because I just want to make my mom proud, my little siblings proud. I want to be an example for them, as in no matter what you can go through in life, you can always achieve greatness. Hi, my name is Linda San Miguel. I am from San Diego, California. I had a really tough time in high school as it was. I didn't have a very big support system. I ended up dropping out of school my junior year. Getting my GED would just mean so much, open up so many doors. Um, I really have always worried about setting a really good example for my children. I just believe that you can do this at any age. The sky's the limit from there. <laughs> And uh, we have our very own Principal Matthew. Yes, hello everybody. It's a role I was born to play. Seriously, you know, in all in all seriousness, Rue, you are an A plus human being, and I know you're going to be an A plus student. I am going to be here every step of the way with you and our, our viewers out there. I am so proud of you. You got this. I love you. As your humble student, happy. <laughs> to be in your company and under your great tutelage. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And I'll tell you something. Because you've never let people down in this world, I can't let you guys down either. <laughs> so, oh my God, I'm going to be in study hall. And while I'm doing that, you can get your fix of RuPaul and Principal Matthews because the full season of Drag Race All-Stars is currently streaming on Paramount+. Plus. And congratulations on all the Emmys you've won and all the nominations ahead and everything will be in touch. You're going to help me. Oh, my God. Here we go. <laughs> Thank it. you, RuPaul and Principal Matthews. We'll be right back. Thank you. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings at hundreds of stores, including Doc Martens, Ninja Kitchen, and Hotels.com. Prep for summer and save big on beauty, travel, electronics, and more. It's one of Rakuten's biggest cash back events, and it's on May 6th through May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Welcome back. Our first wildflower of the season two is well out of this world. Diana Trujillo is a NASA aerospace engineer 
working on the Perseverance rover, which is currently searching for signs of life on Mars. We caught up with her at the NASA Jet Propulsion Laboratory just outside of LA in Pasadena, California. And I know that you're gonna be as blown away by her and her backstory as we were. There's a lot about kind of school uh, in the theme of this show. So take a look at this. Hello, everybody. We are coming to you from a very special location. We're on Mars. Well, actually, we're on the simulation of Mars, and we are here with our wildflower, Deanna Trujillo. It's your backstory that really inspires me. You came here from Colombia at 17. That's correct. What was your fear, and what was your dream? My fear there was, am I gonna be able to eat today? Am I gonna be able to have a shelter today? Where am I gonna sleep? And my dream at the same time was to survive when I was in Colombia and I was thinking that you know everything around me was chaotic. Looking at the sky was the place where I found myself. What a beautiful thing to turn to in such pain and chaos and fear. And the payoff is we're here at NASA. <laughs> you are a leading engineer. I channelize my grandma, my great grandma, my mom, and I realize you know they really gave up their education for the children, it is time for me to honor what they did for me and also to show the men of my family that women can do more than what they think. I remember myself asking, what's the hardest thing that a human can do? And then thinking, I'm gonna do that. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. I can't even handle it. I end up going to uh, University of Florida and I told one of my professors I wanna work for NASA. He suggested that I apply to the NASA Academy. And I remember looking at the application and I'm concerned because, you know, English is my second language. And at that point, I was not going to send it. And so my roommate sent it for me. 18 students got selected for the NASA Academy. I was the only Latin woman in that class. I'm convinced that there are literal angels because that teacher and your roommate took that bold step for you. So I just want to encourage people in life to help encourage other people to take bold steps. You've made it now to NASA. What is your position right now? With Perseverance, we're trying to answer if there was life in the past. It seems like the party's over in Mars, like everybody's <laughs> kind of resting and chilling. That's right. The we're... Coachella is not happening on Mars. <laughs> what happens if you realize, okay, there was life here before? My personal hope is maybe it will change our perspective as humans as to how we treat each other and how we treat our home planet. I mean, doing ET when I was six years old <laughs> is not the impetus for my next comment, but I am convinced we're not the only ones. I agree. <laughs> this is one of the rovers that we use to understand certain things of mobility. Mikey, would you mind? So this is Scarecrow. Why did you name it Scarecrow? Is it a Wizard of Oz it reference? It is a Wizard of Oz reference. Ah! So the There's brain... no place like home. That's the big theme of our show this year. This is our sister rover, the spare parts of the actual Perseverance rover. This is the dry run to make sure you're getting it right so that when you execute it on Mars, you have had your practice and you're going in really Knowing what's going to happen. Exactly. This is my War Games fantasy. <laughs> oh my god, I thought I was about to go through a hole in the floor, no, but it's not. No, this is the center of the universe. <laughs> From here we command 
lots and lots of missions that are going to different planets, Mars missions and beyond. This is my baby, the robotic arm on Mars. Diana, you are making it your mission to include the Latinx community. What is it that you would like to accomplish? I want to uh, take down the expectation of what women are supposed to be doing. I have two kids, I'm married, and I'm also doing this, so you get to do it all. I don't think that there is a bigger inspiration out there than you, Diana. Thank you. You are truly my hero. <laughs> Diana, you are incredible. We'll be right back. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome back. All right, at the beginning of the show, we met Tasha, who has asked for help in the romance department. Three months ago, Tasha's best friend, Hunter, became her boyfriend, and yet she's never been kissed by him. How perfect is that for our never been kissed reunion? Now, Tasha has asked Hunter to meet her on the pitcher's mound at California State University if he's ready to make this thing real. Here's hoping. Let's check in and see if he's arrived. I'm so invested in this. Tasha, how are you feeling? Pretty nervous. <laughs> um, lots of butterflies. Um, I have no idea if he's going to show up. I have a feeling he will. Um, this is a fantasy, and yet it's your reality, and we're here to support you. And um, uh, wait, I'm just getting word. Hunter is there. I'm so happy for you both. <laughs> you know, Thank you there's for um, this happen. <laughs> there's an old saying that some of the best relationships come out of friendship. <laughs> Hunter, how you feel? Pretty good. <laughs> 
was, uh, it was a long time coming, yeah. <laughs> and Tasha, how do you feel? Very happy. <laughs> Very grateful. <laughs> Congratulations on uh, showing that fantasies can become reality. And uh, thank you for letting us all be a part of this moment. Mm -hmm. We wish you the very best. Thanks for watching, thank everyone. Join us tomorrow for another sunny day in LA. As we bid you good night. Hey there. I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything, that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these moments. Their stories are full of candor and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.